Thank you so much for stopping by to visit with us today here at Insane Rhetoric. We've got part two of our topic, Baby Daddy. Can't wait for you to hear it. We had such a blast talking about it. And as usual, we had to split it up into two segments. But this last segment is so funny. We know you will enjoy the ride of Insane Rhetoric. So I just call you so you can say what you can say. He got quiet. He said what he had to say. Then he say, I ain't trying to rap or nothing, but you still look good. Here's where I roll my eyes. Then I said, now this is what I got to say. Because you ain't got to tell me I look good. I know I look good. Mm. I know I look good. Look, so then, look here. So then I told him what I needed to say, which is something that he never heard from me. Ever. And if I tell you this man did this the whole time I was trying to trying to be with him over a whole several decades. He never heard me say, this is important, this is important, y'all. You must tell people when it is that they're hurting you, right? Mm -hmm. Because it feeds, you feed off of that negativity in your heart. Even though you think you're past it, you're feeding off of it and you don't even know it. Because when I saw him in the park, I was so angry that I was up till 11 o'clock at night. And we all know. Then we start this conversation by saying, I go to bed. <laughs> well, that, that was a stretch for you. Oh, 11 o'clock at night. Jesus. 11 o'clock at night. But see this man, see? Look at that face right there. Y'all, y'all see that face? <laughs> the man was asleep. Because mm. yeah. he done put it in the past. He gone. It's, it's done. Like. So, so I'm going I'm to I'm give you uh, just a specific trap history or something. In the Greek word, in the Greek, there's a word called scandalonium. It's where we get our English word from called scandal. And the problem is with people is we create situations for different things. But then when we get trapped in that scandal, the person that offends us is not even thinking about it. They going on about their business. They're not worried about it no more because they think that they haven't, they either have not recognized what they have done, they don't care about what they've done, or they don't know how to uh, reconcile for what they've done. So the person, that person is going about their business because they, they either going to do one of them three things, but if they don't know how to do it, they won't do it. But they're going to live life. The problem is it puts the other person in prison for self. And that they take with them for so long. And it's kind of funny how things come full circle because 
he has an opportunity not just to be with you, but to apologize for what he has done. Your responsibility to him is to indicate in detail how it affected you. Y'all see my face, right? <laughs> but this is this is this is the thing. That's the point of calling uh, reconciliation and what is true forgiveness in the thing that we in the things that we do. Right. Here, here, here's a Bible. So let me take my glasses off so y'all can see. <laughs> so silly. Here's a Bible quote for you. The Bible says this: If you don't forgive others for what they do, then God won't forgive you before His Father for what you do. So you need to forgive people. Right. Forgive people. We need to forgive people and let them know, hey, this is what has happened. This is what has transpired. This is why I'm at this point and stage in my life. This is why I feel the way I do towards you. And yeah, I want to give you two chops to the throat. <laughs> you know? To child. Two to the throat. So, so that's, that's why, and that's exactly why I went on and called him and talked it through and told him it wasn't for him, it was for me. Like I, mm -hmm. And said, I call you because I don't really know why God have you popping up where I am, want to hug me in the park. But clearly there's some healing that I need to do, something that needs some chakra, if you will, something that needs to be removed so that I can move to whatever my blessing is or to the next level or whatever, whatever's happening. Cause I can't speak for God and God works in his own time, but it's something about that, that God is wanting me to see and to handle. Mm -hmm. That's the way I saw it. Mm -hmm. So I called, he apologized and I said, in short, cause it was a long conversation, but in short, I said, you hurt me, you hurt me, you hurt me. You continue to hurt me, you hurt me. So some more conversation went on and then, you know, I'm over there rolling my eyes. Y'all wanna see how I was doing? I was like. <laughs> and so finally I said, so what's your end game? It was a whole lot of back and forth, like he didn't know what I was talking about. Probably because no one probably ever asked that question. Right. Right? So he probably didn't know how to approach it. What do you want? Actually just plain out, because I was like, no lies, no beating around the bush, no all the rest of this other stuff, just plain out, what do you want? Where do you see this going? that you need to be hugging me in the park. And his maybe response, he, huh? Maybe, maybe you're gonna die. See, well, that might, uh, that was my... <laughs> <laughs> You know, I ain't trying to be funny. <laughs> I, look, he, he had a habit of showing up. See, I told you it was a lot I was leaving out. He had a ha he and his family had a habit of showing up when they was getting ready to go into some kind of crisis where they might die. I mean, it, it, listen, as much as I hate to say it, 
death brings out the best in us. <laughs> See, I got a story for that one too, but no. <laughs> so, because you're right, I got a story that illustrates that very well, but no. So, his end game was what I said. And again, I was rolling my eyes like, what? I was doing my Scooby Doo voice. Mm-hmm. We're ready. <laughs> Y'all. So I said, you got to start at square one. At any rate, you got to start at square one. Did he know what square one was? I don't think he did, based on the conversation that followed. <laughs> so I was, was like, no, uh, I said square one. I was like, square one means I don't know you. I ain't never met you. What's your name again? <laughs> So everybody out there that's having problems with relationships and different things, square one means negative zero, meaning we got to take it down to the bare minimum, bare minimum of what it is, the premise it is. So See, this is why I feel like it needed to be square one, though. Listen to me, people. There was a 30-some-year, 40-some-year history between me and this man and a whole bunch of stuff along the way. Mm-hmm. And you, if, you're, if your plan really is to get me to a point where I want to have that type of romance, love, feeling, whatever word you want to use, you want to get me back to where I'm doing that again with you and for you, you got to erase, eradicate, all the madness. Okay, stop. Teacher, I got a question, teacher. Teacher, Look. I got a question. Oh, Shando, I got a question. <laughs> Y'all watch out when he starts speaking in tongues. I... <laughs> you all right if I'm speaking in tongues because I'm saying shabba-dabba-doo, but... <laughs> so, what I hear you saying is you are identifying with he has to. He and so has. did I. But but hold on, hold on. That, that, this is what I'm saying. I know somebody right now that's in a situation in their relationship that some stuff had come up and happened. Not me, but I know somebody. And yeah, he said not him. He's speaking for a friend. Okay. Right, yeah. No, no, he really is. He really is. Okay, I'm being silly. <laughs> so so in his point in time, he has made some drastic mistakes. They have been together for more than 10 years. But this is the situation that he's facing. He's trying to do that. He's trying to erase all that and start afresh and start at negative zero and begin to build. The problem is she's not forthcoming and accepting what he's trying to do for the little things. And, it, and, and you got to do that. And that's and that's that's the situation. So if if he has been this wrong person all this time but you you see that he still has potential and he can do what y'all can move forward, you got to know how 
to Ben. He told me that he took his his lady out not too long ago, and they went to go play darts or something. And he was just trying to play darts with her and have a good time and feed her and make sure she was cool and just do do the little things to start over. And instantly she went back to what had happened. But how can you expect to move forward if you're always looking in the review? Right. That don't work like that. It is a certain thing called the law of impenetrability. Meaning two things can't dwell in the same place at the same time. Here's a good example. If darkness is there, light, can't, light, light can't be there. Can't be there. Right. So it has to be one or the other. Either you're going to move forward or you're going to stay in the past. So the thing I'm saying to you is he can be extending and trying to help and do what he's trying to do. But if that other person is not reciprocating the 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 want to, then everything he's doing is in vain when you steady saying he's supposed to be at ground zero and start over. I and totally start, agree. And I totally agree. Over, but ain't nobody, <laughs> you know. So hey. This is not to say that you that you just completely forget things that have happened. No, of not course, at all. Of course, whatever you're doing is tempered by your experiences, so you're treading lightly. But you have to, I have to, I've said, okay, you start from square one. And so now I have to, let me tell you what I miss telling you, is that when he apologized, I said, okay, I heard you. Mm, I heard it. I'm like James Brown. Did you hear it or was you listening? <laughs> heard it. And I said that I accepted it. No, I said I I said I heard it. It has been received. Mm, bump, bump, uh, inside, right? And then I said um heard received accepted mm -hmm. you know how most people say i apologize accept it right mm -hmm. mm -mm. Mm -hmm. there's several processes that go through that i said i heard it received it accepted it mm -hmm. now hear what i gotta say mm -hmm. right right then he tells me the end game and i'm like okay for that to happen you gotta start at ground zero he didn't know what that meant. I had to tell him. We even came up with some names. Like I used my old college name I used to use when we me and the girls used to go out and all of that. And he used his his government middle name. Like it was really that deep. Like here's some new identities to start a new whatever this gonna be. Right? Yeah. Teacher, I got a question. <laughs> So, I heard ground zero. What ground you starting at? Zero. Oh, okay. I thought you was on ground 10. No. I mean, it is true that I am still working through my anger. It is true that, I, I mean, I'm not going right. to, I have to have time to grieve through that and all the different different levels of grief, but ground zero gives me the opportunity to not talk about it to him over here. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm on 
the internet talking about it. <laughs> for the world to see. <laughs> see. Okay. But over here with just between me and him, it's ground zero. It's a simple good morning. Maybe I don't talk to you to the rest of the day. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's a simple, hey, how was your day? I don't need so to. Have you told him about any uh, past relationships that you have been dealing with? Or that's off limits until until y'all find out which way you're going? Yeah, I don't think he need to know. So typically, in this, in this, so, so the word that we use normally one of the we words would, that the kids you can use is complicated. It's complicated. Okay, complicated. We normally would have discussed those things. Like mm-hmm. I always knew about it, all the fifteen million girlfriends that he was dipping in the inkwell. I knew about them. So you didn't. So you don't think it's it's, it's right for him to know about what your situation is? Not right now. I, whatever the situation is right now, I don't think I need to talk about that because that's the truth. And I'm not, I, listen, I don't want to know his either, though. But hold up. I'm not ready. I got a problem. I got a problem. No, that's not the first thing we talk about the first day we make on the first date. I got a problem, though. We don't talk about all the different relationships. I got a problem. What? I got a problem. What? Here's my problem. How long before you you let them know about what you've been through? What's the time frame for that? Oh, I'm sure it'll be within the in the within the month or two. I'm sure it'll be pretty soon. But I'm just, the reason I'm asking because I heard you say something about being on ground zero. Right, ground, ground zero. zero. I really mean that. Like, no, I don't want. If I'm look, if I'm dating a dude, but listen, first listen. date. Listen now, let me before just hold it, just hold it. First date, I met you on Match.com, and we decided to come have a date. And the first date, you telling me about all the crap you've been through with all the women you've been through. Like, no. But see, that's not what I'm saying. You are, that's not, you got issues. That's that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. I really what want to start is, with ground one because who who would say that he would change his mind or I would change my mind? Like, I don't know. I really want us to start back at. You want to know how we met? No. I'm going to tell you anyway. <laughs> I was late for class, eco class, college. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm real serious when it comes to my studying, right? Mm-hmm. And plus, my daddy would still whoop my butt. And I'm going up in there in the eco class, and I was late. And when I say late, the teacher was just starting the lecture, but I wasn't already sitting down ready. Mm-hmm. And as I walked in, again, see, the way I be paying in the room, like, he always, like, jumping in my space. <laughs> he been jumping in my space from the beginning. So I walked in, and I was focusing, focusing. I was focusing, trying to see where the seat was and there was one seat in the back by the window over there and there was some boy doing like this so you already want to go over there so i go over there and i sit down oh you thought it was you thought you was too good to sit by him. oh okay 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I go over there. And look, this him the whole time. Okay, wait for it. He's supposed to be like this. He's supposed to have his back turned. But he turned around in the seat. Teacher talking. Then, you know what he did? I used to walk home. He had a car because he didn't live right there. But I live right there by the college. Mm -hmm. Guess what? You know what he did? He followed me home. Smart man. Stalker. Not a stalker. Interest. He kept coming to my house. My mama was like, my mama met him, my daddy met him, because he kept coming to my house. He just kept showing up in my house. And my mama just offered him in it. It was in there talking to him. I went upstairs. We had we had a two-story house. Mm -hmm. I went upstairs. I was in my room. <laughs> mm -hmm. My baby sister was down to everybody. My brother was off of school. He down there, they down there entertaining him. I was somewhere else. My mama came oh. upstairs. She was like, what's wrong with this boy? I'm like, he's stupid. I don't want to go with him. <laughs> she was like, it's nothing wrong with him. My mama actually put me in some clothes and made me go out on a date with this boy. Like, mama shoved me down the stairs. Maybe she said something you didn't see and understand. Like mamas usually do. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, <laughs> yeah, we gotta go, but yeah. <laughs> Moral of the story is: if you want something, you gotta go get it, and whatever it takes to get it, you gotta be willing to do it. So, at the and you end, have to be willing to accept people at their level. But you also have to remember that you can't, you can't um, tell God what to do. You can't tell God what to do and you can't change nobody and can't nobody change you but God. And you have to allow God to change you. Yes. Hallelujah, Shabbatabadoo. <laughs> This has been Insane Rhetoric. Insane Rhetoric, y'all. I'm AKA Ronnie. What is it? Ice? Ice! Williams. No, you fire. I'm Ice. Yeah, that's Ice. You're I'm Ice. ice. And I'm fire. I don't know why I get fired because it's hot as hell. It's getting hot, hot in here. here. I'm not going to take off my clothes, but it's hot. <laughs> so... We want to thank y'all for another episode of Insane Rhetoric. We hope this has been beneficial. Yes, we are not paid advertisers for uh, endorsing nothing but Insane Rhetoric, but we want to know that we are not qualified uh, <laughs> psychologists or any of those things. We have just been given what our experiences have been in life. So hey, you can. It's just common sense, y'all. We told y'all on the website. We just common sense. Check it out on uh, Instagram. That's it. Uh, InsaneRhetoric.com, Facebook, 
We on there. And oh, I mentioned our PR lady. That's on point media. Y'all check her out. On point media. Shouts out to her. Shouts out to her. Well, that's the end of our time here at Insane Rhetoric, but we hope to see you next time. And in the meantime, check us out at our website, insanerhetoric.com. And also look up our Facebook page and our Instagram page. We're happy to see you there. Until then, remember, enjoy the ride of Insane Rhetoric. Thank you.